Welcome to the Speaking of Women's Health podcast. I'm Dr. Holly Thacker, the Executive Director of our national nonprofit, Speaking of Women's Health, and I am happy to be back in the Sunflower House. I'd like to thank our executive producer, Lee Kleckar, and I am so happy to introduce today a guest podcaster, Sylvia Morrison. Sylvia is a retired marketing executive, and she's actually worked on Speaking of Women's Health. And she lives our motto, be strong, be healthy, and be in charge. This is not medical advice, but it's certainly edutainment, and it will help empower you. So I hope you enjoy some excellent information from Speaking of Women's Health. Thank you for that introduction, Dr. Thacker. I'm thrilled to be a guest podcaster on the Speaking of Women's Health podcast. As Dr. Thacker mentioned, my name is Sylvia Morrison, and I'm a retired marketing executive. I worked closely with Dr. Thacker for years while serving as an advisory member for the Speaking of Women's Health program, and I'm excited to be able to support the program again by being a guest podcaster. For my first guest podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about the best exercises for women and how to maintain weight loss. Exercise is so important for your health. It can brighten your mood, help your sleep patterns, nourish your joints and connective tissues, help you to concentrate and simply makes you feel better. It is the single most important thing that you can do to keep yourself healthy and delay the aging process. Keeping physically fit may add up to two to three years to an individual's lifespan. The benefits of exercise go far beyond improving cardiovascular fitness and pulmonary function. Exercise helps to control blood pressure, protect against diabetes, ward off depression, anxiety, and insomnia, enhance balance and strength, minimizing accidental falls, prevent osteoporosis, decrease the risk of certain cancers, maintain normal weight, decrease cholesterol, improve cognition, and lessen the pain of osteoarthritis. So which types of exercises are best for women? A comprehensive exercise program should include, number one, stretching. Stretching increases blood flow and gets your body ready for exercise. Stretching also improves flexibility, eases movement, and lowers the risk of injury and muscle strain. A warm-up and cool-down period of 5 to 15 minutes should be done slowly and carefully before and after all types of exercise. Stretching can help loosen muscles in the arms, shoulders, back, chest, stomach, buttocks, thighs, and calves. It's also very relaxing. Yoga is a great form of stretching and some classes can double for resistance training. There are many kinds of yoga, from gentle hatha yoga to the more vigorous vinyasa yoga, and finally to hot yoga, also known as Bikram yoga. Yoga has a host of benefits, including restorative sleep, improved flexibility, focus on looking inwards. Try adding some yoga to your routine, or if you find it is your passion, continue yoga daily. Pilates is another alternative that can be similar to yoga in its more restorative nature, but also focuses on strength training. Number two, cardiovascular exercise. Cardiovascular exercise improves cardiovascular fitness and muscle tone. 
This type of exercise includes activities such as walking, running, swimming, cycling, biking, dancing, rowing, and cross-country skiing. Group sports like pickleball, golf, or softball are also a great way to get your cardiovascular activity. Ask yourself the following questions when choosing cardiovascular exercise. Number one, are you motivated by setting goals? Sign up for a local race such as a 5K, biathlon, or triathlon. Number two, do you do better in groups? Try some local aerobics, step, or dance classes. And number three, are you social or an outdoor lover? Try joining a local running, biking, or hiking club. Number three, strength training. This includes weight training or resistance exercises that promote muscle strength and flexibility. Strength training can be intimidated as most women are worried about bulking up. If this applies to you, remember that women don't have near the levels of testosterone as men that causes them to become bulky. Also, women often don't know where to start. If this is you, most gyms offer personal trainers which you can utilize for a few sessions and then take off on your own. You can also work on muscle tone with just your own body weight and can do strength training activities at home with videos. A resistance band and kettleball at home can take you very far. If you find working out in groups more effective, look for local boot camp classes or even CrossFit, which are high intensity workouts but have the added benefit of being short. Remember, when starting a weight training program, it's normal at first to gain a few pounds, which can be discouraging. However, with a new program affecting your body, weight gain can come from water retention and an increase in both muscle and bone mass. Throw away the scale and use your tape measure to record inches lost, as this is a better tracker of progress than the scale. Both aerobic and weight training exercises can improve balance. Recent studies have suggested that Tai Chi, an ancient Chinese exercise regimen, may be even more effective than traditional exercise programs in preventing accidental falls in older individuals. So how much should you exercise? Research shows that the most health benefits are obtained when you do two and a half hours of moderate intensity aerobic exercise per week, one hour of vigorous intensity aerobic exercise per week, and weight training on two or more days per week. So here are 10 exercise tips and shortcuts to a fitter you. Number one, performing weight training at least four days a week can boost your metabolism. Two, incorporate weight training with bursts of aerobic exercise. For example, after weightlifting for five minutes, go on the treadmill for five minutes. Three, listen to music while exercising. Listening to music while exercising doesn't just relieve boredom, it can help improve the quality of your workout by increasing your stamina and putting you in a better mood. Four, drink plenty of water both before and after exercising. Five, wear clothing that allows you to move easily and that makes you feel good. Supportive footwear designed for exercise is a must. Six, set realistic and safe goals. Plan exercises out beforehand and track your progress in a journal. Seven, avoid exercising outdoors in very warm or very cold weather. Eight, if you experience any of the following symptoms, stop exercising immediately. Chest pain or discomfort, dizziness, palpitations or excessive shortness of breath. 
Nine, do not make excuses. Put yourself and your exercise needs first. Exercise with a friend to keep you motivated. And number 10, find an exercise regimen, instructor, and or program that you like and have fun. Important reminders, older individuals, especially those who have led a very sedentary lifestyle, should check with their doctors before embarking on a vigorous exercise regimen. Additional testing, such as a stress test, may be necessary. No matter how long, short, or intense the exercise regimen, always include a warm-up and cool-down period. This step will help decrease the chance of injury. Remember, it is important to tailor your exercise regimen to your schedule, your personal goals, and your overall health goals. Taking even just 20 minutes per day, up to one hour a day, to sweat and increase your metabolic rate and to build strong muscles and bones is important in taking care of yourself, something that must be done in order to take care of others. Mix up your exercise regimen to keep from getting bored and to continually use new muscles and test your limits. Don't be afraid to weight train as women do not get bulky. Put away your excuses, be proud of what your strong body can do, and I bet you will never finish a workout that you weren't happy you completed. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Speaking of Women's Health podcast. We hope you will consider supporting the podcast by sharing it with others, donating, or leaving a five-star rating. To catch all the latest episodes from the Speaking of Women's Health podcast, you can subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you again, and I will see you next time in the Sunflower House. Well, thanks for listening. You have been listening to the Speaking of Women's Health podcast, and I'm Dr. Holly Thacker. If you've enjoyed this episode and you want to help support our podcast, please share it with others. And you can donate to our nonprofit on speakingofwomenshealth.com. You can also leave us a five-star rating and review. And to catch all the latest from us, you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or Radio Influence or anywhere you catch podcasts. Thanks for joining us at the Sunflower House and we'll see you next time. <laughs>